Yes, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast with a special special edition with uh, Kevin Reeves, Coach Kevin Reeves. This is our special edition with uh, Dummies Guide to Excuses. We'll be coming with you every Friday with all the excuses that we do, that we say in order to stay stuck in our job, stay stuck in that relationship, stay stuck in life. So come back every Friday and listen to Jimmy Allen and Kevin Reeves with Dummy Guides to Excuses. There it is. You see it? Yeah, it says me. Meeting is now streaming live on Facebook. Oh, oh, so myself. <laughs> oh, uh, it's now streaming. Go ahead, live. take it away, Jimmy. Yes, I'm so excited to be live on Facebook with my good friend Kevin Reeves. How you doing, Kevin? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me here today, Jimmy. This is so fun. Well, it's not really having you. It's our creation together. Our title. Well, you know. It's- Totally. And it's so fun because I love that what we're doing here is really bringing two things together that are really the same. Right. So our title is Dummy's Guide to Excuses. And one of the things that me and Kevin, you know, really discovered is that as a relationship coach, we're going to introduce ourselves in a second. And he's a life coach working with, and I'll let him explain it, but there's so many parallels between relationship coach <laughs> and pursuing your purpose. So I'll let Kevin introduce himself to you and we'll get right into it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, uh, my name's Kevin Reeves. I've been uh, coaching for the last couple of years and I'm really focusing in um, on this, this problem. Um, and it is really personal because it was, it was me about three years ago. And it's uh, just this idea of being stuck in your job. Um, how many of you guys feel like you're stuck in your job and you just maybe it's you've hit the ceiling, there's no place for you to go, or maybe you just you just kind of took some choices and ended up in this job and you're like, how did I get here? Um, but I'm here and I hate it. And so you're kind of just stuck and you it just kind of dawned on you and you're like, I don't even know where to go with this. And so you are my person. Uh, this is the kind of person I, I, I love working with. Um, I was in that same struggle. And so I'm, I'm excited to, to be on this call with Jimmy and we're seeing some overlap in right. Jimmy, you know, things that are happening with his clients as well. Right. And so for those of you who don't know me or haven't been reintroduced to me, my name is Jimmy Allen. I'm a love and relationship coach. I um, studied with Catherine Woodward Thomas, who is the author of Calling in the One. And so, you know, this idea of being stuck, you know, I was actually uh, on a call interviewing a man about relationships. I'm doing this research on relationships and why men don't ask for help. And so he said, you know, uh, you know, I get involved with these relationships or with men, he was gay and he was like, and I get stuck. And I said, can I stop you? And I said, there is no such thing as stuck. That's only choice. He was like, I said, right, you're choosing to be in this relationship and but therefore you feel stuck. Like I was like, nobody has the chain or grip on you. You are choosing to do that because he has this sort of Superman com- complex that he needs to fix everyone. And so that kept him stuck that he felt he needed to help this person and do all these things. So the idea of stuck is, <laughs> is really an excuse, like we were saying, that you're just unwilling to let go of this person because some attachment to this relationship 
that you feel stuck. Right. Well, it's really interesting too, because the, the stuck thing is like, when you feel that stuck, like you're at least conscious of it. You know, right. Some people are stuck in things and they don't even know that they're stuck. Right. But when you're like choosing to be stuck and you realize and you're feeling that stuck, you're like, oh yeah, I, I'm aware of this. And having that awareness is just that first place where you get to start thinking like, okay, what are my choices here? Is, you know, like you're riding your bike and you get stuck in the mud and you got to figure out, okay, like, do I back out? Do I, do I get off the bike? Like, what do I do now? Right. I have, I have some choices. Right? right. And so that's, that's kind of where we're coming at this from is, is really having the choice. And, uh, you know, one of the, one of the clients I worked with in the past, um, one of the really significant takeaways from our time together was that we all have more choice than we realize that you yeah. actually get to choose, you know, you, you get to choose who you spend your time with, you get to choose um, what you focus on, you get to choose your, your, what you wear, you know, how you spend your time, everything that you do in a day is, is full of choice. Right. And so many times we're like, oh, I just have to do this or I have to do that or this is something that's required at my job or whatever. We get to show up. We get to bring our attitude and, and bring ourselves to it. And that's something that we just kind of are seeing with each other and, and in love or in the job field. And you're like, oh, I just feel stuck. So so what is that? What do you think um, are some of those reasons, Jimmy, that like people really are feeling like they're stuck? Well, a, a part of it is a I always go back to it's the conversation that we have with ourselves and, you know, I can relate to the whole job thing is that, you know, I remember having this job, one of the multiple jobs that I had, I felt that I needed to have this job because I needed to have the money. I needed to pay the rent because we had to use those as excuses to say, well, I need this job. So I feel stuck. And then I remember, and it started to manifest in my body with this one particular job because I wasn't getting along with the manager, although I was making good money. And I remember walking to, up to the location and I had a massive migraine headache. Now, normally I do not get those things. And what I learned from my previous relationship that when I got, when I, after I started doing all this work with myself, I realized that my body was actually telling me that I needed to leave, but I just was not paying attention. I was choosing to be in the relationship. I was choosing to ignore all these signs to leave, to trust. And so I remember walking up to this location and I was having massive, I couldn't even focus at work. And I was like, I was so unhappy. And then I remembered, I was like, okay, I do I need this job? And I really sat down and really thought about it. I was like, oh, I really don't need it. If I put my focus more on this, that I can actually let this job go and make more money here and get, because I'm being more valued over here, then I can trust and let go. And the same thing in relationships, like sometimes, you know, we feel that, and I was that person too. You know, I was in a relationship where the person was making more money than me. And I was like, and I was in this conversation, like, oh my God, how am I gonna survive in New York without this like cheap rent and all the that? And I was just like, well, I'm the one who's doing that to myself. I'm entangled in this conversation. I'm making myself dependent on this person. Like, what if I didn't? What if I start to put these things in place have conversations, really sit down and like, okay, like what are my options? I do have a choice. 
I can lead these relationships. And sometimes we have to like disrupt the conversation in our head or have a coach like yourself, like interrupt that thing. It's like, no, you do have a choice. Like, let's change that conversation and let's really look at what are the options. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think that's such a great place for a coach to come inside because that's what a coach does is it's a coach is there as like this outside party to really look in and really shake up the thoughts that are in our heads because so often we get in that space, right, of yeah. of, of like this like downward spiral or we just kind of keep going around the merry-go-round in your head. And the, the coach is like, you know, or like you have that bike tire spin and they stick that stick in there like, hold on, let's, let's take a look at this um, and really shake things up because if we keep in the same patterns that we've been doing, those haven't been getting us to where we want to go. And so that's where that, that coach comes in is like this, this loving, like this really great place of creating this space and creating this, this time for you to explore and figure out what's important to me. What do I want to do? And, and what are my options? And the coach just gets to ask questions and really help you figure that out because you're the expert on yourself. You know, you know yourself so much better than, than I do or than Jimmy does or any coach. And so um, it's a great place. And I know for me, when I was, um, I was stuck in my job, you know, my, my reason for excuse and, and, and for feeling that way was just I, I didn't know what else to do. Um, I just kind of stumbled into this job. It, I had done well in it and I'd gotten to a place where I was, I realized, hey, I don't like this. This is how I want to spend my time. And it's not honoring what's important to me and my values. And uh, yeah, and then you're like, you're like, what, okay, so what do I do? I don't, I don't even know what my options are. And it's, it's too late. I've got a house. I've got a mortgage. I've got a family. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? And so it was at that point where, I mean, this, the stress was weighing on me and my health was going down and my marriage was suffering. And it was on my 15th wedding anniversary. My wife and I got a little getaway and we're up in the mountains. It's a really cool cabin. And we went snowshoeing and hot, hot springs, you know, the whole thing. And it was great. But on that trip, we had the biggest fight of our entire marriage. And it was like, oh my gosh, like I, we've never, we've always said, you can't talk about divorce. You know, divorce came up in that conversation. And it was like, well, what's the point of being married? And it was really, um, it was really like this. I can't believe I'm having this conversation. It was like out of body experience thing. And I was like, how is this happening? How is this my life? And uh, my wife was like, just pull over and let me out of the car. And um, before we did that, it was like, yeah, we we got to this place where we kind of had to, we had some things that were, were, there was the same fight that we kept having. And it was like this place where we were like, okay, there's three things that are taking my time, my focus and my energy and, and not allowing me to be fully who I want to be. Um, and or because of, of, of some things. And so which one of them is it? And it was like this, here's my job. Here's my wife. And we, we like each other. We want to stay married. We, we love yeah. each other. And then there's my kids and, they, and they're not going back. You know, they're, they're out. They're, <laughs> they're not already going there. Back in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're, not, we're not getting rid of that. <laughs> So then it's really like, well, what's the one thing that I could get rid of and like care less about at the end of the day? And it's this job. And so it was at that on that trip that we decided, hey, I'm I'm stepping down from management and I'm going to go. This is like the first step of me moving into something different. And so that was like that point. But it was like the pain that was like unbearable at that point. This is destroying my life. And so I have to make a change. I have to do something scary and hard. And, and actually when I did it, it ended up not being that scary. It was like such a relief to not be like in that place anymore. 
And so it was like really there where the pain and the, the problem intersected. Right. And, and it was so, like, this is what's going to take you to that next place. Right. And it's like, it's, first of all, it's like, and I'm going to say this, you're not going to die. And, you know, I, it's like making that choice. It's going to be scary. Like making a huge life choice is scary as hell. And, you know, deep down, and there's, there's so many signs. It's, sometimes we're just not paying attention. I was one of those people, I was just not paying attention. Like I was saying to you, these migraine headaches, and I didn't, at the time, I really didn't know. But I knew, I think within the year that we broke up, um, I knew that this wasn't going to end and I just didn't trust. And I was gonna say one of the core beliefs that I'm finding in my research when I, especially when I talk to men, it's like, I just don't trust. It's like, they don't trust themselves. They don't trust themselves to make the decisions. They don't trust that maybe they're losing the love of their, their life and all these things. And like, they don't trust. Their, so they're so not used to trusting their emotions. Like a lot of men spend so much time stuffing it down that they're not even recognizing the signals right there is telling you it's time to go. It's time to move right. on. We need to start asking for it, what I want. And when we do that to ourselves, we stop trusting the internal guidance that is right there that is telling us it's, yeah, I think this is, this is over or we need to take a new action in order to, you know, create happiness, you know, and like you know, that alarm, that alarm, there's alarms is happening internally. And when we shut that down, we end up staying stuck in relationships. I remember before I became a relationship coach, I had a friend of mine and he said this to me and I was just like, it kind of like, it always stuck with me. And he said, you know, I was in a relationship with a woman for two, for seven years. He was like, by the second year, I, I knew I should have left, but I stayed for four or five more years. And that five years was hell. He was like, I knew I shouldn't have did it. And it's so interesting. His birthday was yesterday, still on my calendar. And I remember he's, I'm not sure if he's still in this other relationship. He got married to someone who made him give up his career as a musician to, to be with her. And it was, this dude loved music, went to one of the best schools in Boston and gave it up. And he was so unhappy. And he knew even the beginning of the relationship that he should not have been in that relationship. And he stayed because he got her pregnant. So he only married her because of that. And I had a client was in the same boat who he was in a relationship because he had a child and I and they were I mean when he came to me they were just at each other like he, there was just no trust at all and I said to him I said look I know that you are trying to be in this relationship for this child I said but you know you your your relationship right now is indirectly, even though she's five, she's already learning what it is to be in a loving relationship by you two. You're teaching mm -hmm. her right now by fighting and not trusting. And I was like, that trust issue that she has, she already had it before you got in the relationship. And he was like, oh my God, 
it came from her mother. But she always, she carried somebody else's belief into the relationship. So he felt like oh, people, we carry other people's beliefs. And like, it was like, okay, what's more important? Like your child, your, well, one, your happiness and your child seeing you being happy with someone else or you being happy, being unhappy, pretending to be happy in this relationship. And he ended up yeah. leaving. And what's I saw the, what's the cost? Huh? It comes back to cost. It's like, it comes back cost? to like, right. what, is, what, is, what is this like uh, inability to change that like costing you? Mm -hmm. You know, it, it could be your health. Both of us have mentioned our health, um, but it, you know, it can be your relationships. It can be your, your future relationships. It can yeah. be like so many different things. Your ultimate, like financially, like if you were in a good relationship or if you were in a good job that you felt amazing about, how much would that affect your finances of like, just really taking that pressure off, like that you yeah. just wear in your shoulders. You know, um, we're, we're, we're kind of coming up to the end of our time here. And, and that's like kind of the thing we want to leave you with is that there's a huge cost to this. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's great to, to get on here and talk about this and like, oh yeah, everybody has this, but what's the cost? Like, what's the ultimate, like downside of this? Um, because really like, that's what, why we got involved in coaching is because it was so painful to us. And it was something that we really want to come back and be like, how can we help these other people who are coming up behind us? And so, um, that's, that's really where our hearts are at. Um, Jimmy and I, we talked about doing like a little challenge with you guys. Um, Jimmy's, Jimmy's kind of the expert on this challenge. So I'm gonna let him, him introduce it, but, uh, Tell us what we got. So one of the challenge, the challenge that we are offering is that um, I want each each person to interview five people in their lives. Now the task is for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the question that you're gonna ask. But your goal is you're not to react, you're not to defend, you're not to like do anything but listen. And the question is to ask. What is it that I'm consistently complaining about that I do nothing about? Because I guarantee you that you're in a complaining conversation about your job or your relationship and you have not done anything about it. So check with your friends and family and what- so what, so what is it again? Huh? Yeah, so, so what, is, what is the question again? So the question is, what is it that I'm complaining about and what is it costing me? What is it costing you in my life? Like, what am I, um, what am I being challenged? What am I complaining about? What is my consistent complaint that I say over and over again that I am unaware of? Because most of us are unaware of the complaint that we say to our friends, to our family. And what is the stuck thing that I keep saying that I'm stuck at that I'm totally not aware of? And call me out on it. And what is it costing me with my friendship with you? What's it costing me on my job? What is it, what does it cost our friendship? Because that complaint does cost something on your job with your wife, with your husband, with your kids, with your friends. And I'm telling you, they're tired. <laughs> they're tired of it. So interview one of your friends. Five people. Five people. Mm -hmm. And I can't I can't argue with them. I can't like defend it. I just have to take it. Yep. And um and after after I get that information, like what do I do with that? You come back to this, this live video and you post it in the chat, whatever you feel comfortable doing and what you discovered and what is one new action you are going to take to change that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not the easiest challenge. I mean, when we say it's a challenge, right. I mean, it's up there. 
You know, I mean, like we're talking like this is like a step above jalapenos. This is like ghost pepper. <laughs> you know, like this is this is a spicy one. So um, if you this isn't for the faint of heart. No, and and I'll you know, sorry to interrupt you, Kevin. I'll share when I did this, I interviewed, I actually interviewed every guy that I dated. And people thought I was crazy, but I really wanted to know. I really wanted to know what the hell I wasn't doing or doing in the relationship. And so when I asked that question, um, it was a very, very, very different question. Like I asked, what have I done anything to hurt you that I don't know about? And this person said, yes. And it kind of like, like threw me because I didn't expect that from this person. I said, I was like, okay, well, what, what was it? And he said, well, when we get in an argument, you shut down. And I literally, and I, like something clicked in my head. I had to pause, put the um, phone on mute because I was like, in my mind, I got it. I was like, oh my God, if I am always shutting down in a relationship, this person can't meet my needs. They don't understand what I want. They don't like, they're, I don't understand them. They're not feeling heard. I'm not heard. I was like, I can't cultivate a relationship if I'm always shutting down. I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta change this quickly. So that it woke so me at up. At the end of the day, it's yeah, at the end of the day, it's like it's the cost. Again, here's the cost. And it's like not who you want to be. No. So you're not only not only are you not showing up who you want to be, like so when you look back at the end of your life and say, Oh, this is the type of person I was, or that you know, what your grandkids say about you or whatever, like <laughs> this isn't who you want to be. Mm -hmm. And it's costing you this relationship here and now. Right. So it's like this huge thing. And it's, it's a really, really insightful to do this. So big challenge. Let's see what we got. Um, it's been awesome being here and just kind of connecting. Um, if this was like something that was really helpful for you or just like a cool conversation, um, just put us a comment in the, in, the, in the comments down there at the bottom. And I uh, would love to, love to hear some feedback. And uh, this has been fun. We're going to look at start doing this uh, on a regular basis. Every, every Friday. 1 p.m. Eastern, and what is it? Where are you? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> every Friday, come back every so, Friday right now. Well, it's always great talking to you, Kevin. Yep, you too. All Thanks right. for doing this. All right. Yeah, you too.